Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where every week I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? Together, we'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. Quick disclaimer here, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Hello everyone and welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. I am very happy to be back doing this. I skipped out on a few weeks I think, I don't, oh my God, I've butchered so many sayings on the podcast recently. I'm too big for my boots. I think that's right. I have no one here to correct me, but I just had a bit on at the start of term four. A bit has been on, but I'm back this week and I'm back to another phone call. I try really hard to get this person to come and hang out with me, but he just wouldn't, he just wouldn't come. He was like, nah, just call me. And I said, okay, fine. So that's what, <laughs> so that's what we're doing. I love these episodes as well because I feel like I don't have to be all factual teacher vibes. I can just hang out, talk to a friend. I hope you guys enjoy these ones. I think it's nice just to hear what other people do for their mental health, how they're feeling, get some stories out of people if you're interested. And if you guys are interested on coming on, please make sure you let me know. I would love to call someone random. I know that sounds a little bit weird, but I would love to call someone random because I will have no preconceived ideas or what is going on in their life. And I think that is really good and valuable. You know, people I've interviewed so far, I kind of know a bit about them. Obviously, my sister, I know a lot about her. So if you haven't listened to the last ones, make sure you go back and have a squiz. Today, I've got someone who is also very close to me, and that is my other sibling. I've only got two, so don't stress. There's going to be no no more from here on out. But this one is Jaren. His name's Jaren. I've never mentioned him on here. So some people who listen to the podcast regularly, if they don't know me, you probably don't know he exists, but he is my younger brother. And for some reason, he is way more responsible and mature than me, even though he's younger than me. I don't know how or when that happened, but he is. He is full of knowledge and wisdom and he's very smart and switched on and just like a calm, level-headed person. And I feel like he's going to have some really great things to say. He's also a lot of fun, loves a good time. So let's give him a call and see how he's doing. Hello. Hey, Joey, what's up? What's crack-a-lacking? Not much. I've just got a question to ask you. you got a question to ask me. How is your head? How's my head? How's your I head? I never saw this coming. Oh, you had no what idea. What a doozy. What a doozy. No, my, my head's good, mate. Um, it's been good. Good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, Very good. What's been going on? It's been going on. Um, I've been keeping busy, keeping, which is good. Yeah. Keeping busy for me is something that always um, helps my head. 
you know, like a good a good balance. Not not too um quiet, but not too busy that you you're overloaded with stuff to do. Yeah, fair enough. Keeping busy. Keeping busy. So, what have you been doing to help your mental health recently? What do you do? What do you do in general? I actually feel like I don't know this answer. You don't know this answer. Yeah. I think I'm going to reiterate what a couple of people have already said on this this type of episode, but definitely exercise. Yeah. Whether that be cardio or resistance training. For me, it's definitely more resistance training. I was going to um, say, bloody cardio. Oh, mate, I, I try cardio. I, I force myself to do it because I know it's that good for you. Um, I tell you, I go, I take Monty out um, on a Wednesday morning. I always take him to the Oval and he has a good sniff and a run around. Yeah. And I do 12 minutes of running. That's what I'm up to. That's good. So what, you've been increasing it? <laughs> Slowly. I started at 10. That's great. <laughs> so... Instead of aiming for a, a number of distance, I just I go and I you run. Go for minutes. Go for minutes. I don't try and run, you know, as fast as I can. I just get a good, good solid, you know, pace going for me where I'm not sprinting, but you know, not basically speed walking and yeah. Um, yeah, keep that going. But yeah, biggest thing for me is definitely um, weight training. I find that you know sometimes sometimes you have little injuries or something happens and I just I always know on the weeks off from from my routine of doing that stuff um I definitely feel worse yeah than if I am doing it yeah that's good do you feel like because I know I mean I know that you've always gone to gym or you've gone to gym for a really long time do you feel like you've got like a community around you at gym not really and I'll tell you why like I I do have a few people that I speak to at the gym. Yeah. Um, but I used to work, obviously I used to work in hospitality, so I'd be working late nights. So I'd be going at different times. And nowadays, now that I'm working during the day, I like to go early. Slave and to so, the man, you know. Slave to the man. So <laughs> I'm very routine. So I go at, you know, about quarter past, 20 past six in the morning. And it's not the same people that would be there you know say if I was working hospitality and I could go during the day so I wouldn't say like I wouldn't say I talk to many people when I go to gym I usually try and get in there and get my stuff done yeah so yeah more for me it's you know headphones on and weld off okay so really push just some like... heavy shit try and push myself yeah 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 definitely and like it's, it's just time a, yeah. for yourself yeah, more of a like a yeah, yeah, time for myself rather than a social aspect, you know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. That's good. I feel like that's like a lot of people are like one or the other. Like you've either got one like this other, like 100%. gym group or you're like yep. just on your own. And I was definitely like you where I well, I mean I don't really go anymore. But when I went <laughs> I've got a gym at home, so I'm literally so I'm so secluded. <laughs> you don't talk you don't even talk to Strata. I literally I'm like no. go you say, don't talk I say I'm on my own. <laughs> Do not come into this room. Goodbye. Sometimes, honestly, that's that's honestly not a lie, because that guy can talk. <laughs> Alright, so you spoke you spoke a little bit about routine. Yes. Why is routine important for you? Routine is important because it keeps me organized if i'm not in a routine i'm a very disorganized person yeah um and having a routine is a big thing 
for me, yeah, I mean, in terms of mental health, absolutely. Like, you know, I read I read a few books um, and there was this psychologist that I really enjoyed his work um, and he pointed out massively to, you know, take personal responsibility for your for your life and, and organise things in your life as best as you can. You know, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not perfect at all, but I definitely make that, you know, at, at the forefront is to try and organise things and to have a routine. So... I eat pretty boring, you know. I drink the same smoothie every day after gym, and I, you know, I, I do those things um, just so I'm organized, so I'm not all over the place, you know. Yeah, I feel like you say like boring, but I reckon <laughs> personal opinion. I mean, chicken and rice, classic. Chicken and rice. I jazz it up a little bit. You know? Jazz it up jazz sometimes. It. I jazz it up. Sometimes. But you're like you have always been so disciplined when you like when you are focused on something like for example your health you're a very healthy individual why do you think that is like how do you do that because i'm nothing like that nothing like that i don't understand how we came from the same two people and you are just this like you're just like a machine and you just get shit done and then uh i'm just just not i just yeah tell me how that happens how are you so disciplined and also is that like something that you need to maintain for your mental health as well? Or do you just feel like that's something that's natural to you? How am I so disciplined? I don't know. I don't know. I, and I have things that I'm not disciplined with, right? But to, to me, something I think that's come super easy to me is the eating and and the routine of, of going and training. I just think purely because I hate and I fear the idea of not doing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. So like, it's like it's like, like it's a full non-negotiable it, for you. It's non-negotiable. Not doing it makes automatically makes me feel worse. Yeah. So I know like, you know, even if I've you know, had a shit night's sleep and I wake up and I'm like, "Oh, like I really could go back to bed." The idea of missing right that routine because I'll train a body part a day once a week. So if yeah. I miss that day, it's the waiting till the next week. Yeah, your that. whole thing's out of whack. I hate the idea of, yeah, I hate the idea of, you know, not not doing it more than I love the idea of doing it. So that, so that makes perfect sense. So, but, yeah, it's always something that's come really natural to me, I think. Like, and, you know, this from, from Dad, like, he'll just eat what he, you know, has to eat. It's kind of food's more like fuel and... And, um, you know, and I, I, I eat the occasional uh, snack... When I can, you know, we were smashing donuts last night. <laughs> we sure were. Loaded up on the pizza and donuts and McDonald's yesterday. So yeah, we had a day. <laughs> we had a day, yeah. We absolutely did. But, yeah, I don't know, just routine. Like, I, yeah, I'll gen, generally I'll eat the same food every day and I'll I'll do the same sort of training every week for gym and, and keep myself in that routine just because it's, yeah, it, it does help my mental health, absolutely. Yeah, geez, it's such a good mindset. Yeah. It's such a good mindset. And you gave me, actually, Joan gifted me a book for, was it my birthday? And it was on morning routines because I was, like, talking about how much I wanted to be sticking to a routine. And he got me this book and it's awesome. I'll actually, I'll have to post a photo of it again. So, obviously, and we don't have to talk about this if you don't want to. So, just let me know. But we had a family pet whose name was Patty. Our guy, Patty. Had him since, what, you were 12, I was 13. We're a year apart. And he lived till 12 years old. And we 
you know, having a dog for 12 years, like that's a bloody long time. You're essentially growing up with an extra sibling. That's what it felt like with Paddy. Like he was like another one of us, which is... Oh, well, I mean, I got mistaken for him enough times. Yeah, mum yelled Jaren when she was actually yelling at the dog, which is hilarious. (laughs) But we... like up until, you know, she, Up until yesterday. She did it yesterday. Like, she did it. Yeah. The, the day he passed, she was still calling him Jaren, which is so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, But we put him to sleep yesterday in yeah. the loveliest way possible, in my opinion. Um, oh, it, was, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Like, had someone come so to the peaceful. house and I didn't know that was even an option. And everyone I've spoken to didn't know that was an option, that you can actually, you don't have to take your pet to the vet they the people can actually i don't know what the cost is but they can actually come to your house and do it which is so much nicer especially if your dog doesn't Uh, like the vet which so many dogs don't yeah i think that yeah like given what happened yesterday i think it i think it's a good thing to put out there because so many yeah so many people as you say wouldn't know and it and it was such a nice way yeah you know for him to be sent off yeah so, yeah. I mean, like first dog, first family dog, we've all got our own pets now. So out of all three siblings, we've all got our own dogs. But Paddy yeah. was like that that guy in the middle there that was just all of ours, mainly mums, yeah. but just all of ours. Yeah. And I mean, you're at home, you've been at home today. I haven't been back at mums yet. You obviously live with her. Um, How are you feeling? Because I feel like pet grief is something that, some people without dogs, maybe they're not dog people. Maybe they don't, I don't know, have the same relationship with their dog. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably don't get it. And, mm. like, it feels like we've genuinely lost a family member. Like, I, I'm so upset. Oh, yeah. And I, like, <laughs> and, you know, like, he started off as such a little, a little shit of a dog, didn't he? Like, he was <laughs> such a little rat bag. And he was such a little rat bag all the way through, but he just matured and, you know, he would actually listen to you sometimes. And, like, you know, <laughs> he was mostly a good dog with a little bit of rat bag still, you know. He kept that kept that personality. And, it, it, like, yeah, I was even saying to mum yesterday, like, I just – I didn't think I would get so attached. Yeah. To such a little shit. <laughs> and, like, he just – he, like – and I think that's what happens when you have a family pet. It's like they just, even if they are like, you know, a little bit naughty, they grow on you and you, you get attached to them and you love their personality and the way they are like a family member. Yeah. You know, they're always around. They're always happy to see you. Awesome. And, yeah, like people who, you know, don't don't have a family pet or a family dog, like I guess it's just it's something you don't know until you have it, right? Yeah, you don't you don't know until experience it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking as well, like, like you said, it's so strange to have something that I don't want to say you take for granted, but you almost like having a dog for twelve years, and there'll probably be so many people listening to this that can relate. Where you've got a dog, and maybe it's your family dog, and they're just there all the time. And I said this to Stratos last night. I said, I don't know if this is stupid, but I just never thought Paddy was gonna die. Like, I just thought he was going to be there for the rest of my life, which obviously is so silly because we know that dogs do not outlive humans for the most part. Like, they have a much shorter lifespan than us. And 
then they're just not there anymore. And it's like, honestly feels like a little chunk of our family's gone, which is just, what are you, how are you going to take care of yourself after this? Because I feel like it's probably more of an effect on you being that you live with mum and you lived with Patty. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the biggest things is that, you know, like you, like you say, they're always there, right? So you're not you're not always hanging out with your dog, right? Your dog's kind of there, and and sometimes you're doing something else. I think that, like, mainly even today, you know, I've like sat down with Monty more and, and given him more pats and spent some proper time with him. You know, me and Christy just went and got some ice cream and we took him along and stuff like that. I think that is one of the main things. Is just like not taking, you know, our other pets for granted. And yeah, what you've got now for granted. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I even, like, said to mum, like, because Patty obviously slept in her room. It's like, Monty usually sleeps in the laundry, but I figured, like, it would be nice for her to have him in her room. Yeah. Just for some company. Yeah. You know, and just that's while she's getting used to how things are now. I know. It's it's mm. it's honestly wild. It is wild because I think this is, I mean, our entire family's first experience with this and first mm. experience losing a dog that we just, <laughs> I, I want to be like adored, which we did. Uh, but as we you did. said, like there was some moments in there. <laughs> like Patty so naughty. But yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone listening needs to go hug their pet Next time yeah. you're thinking about taking them for a walk and you've got the option, take them out, Do spend it. the time with them because, honestly, it. one day you're not even going to know it and they're just not going to be waddling up to you when you go there anymore. And so Absolutely. that's that's a key message from today. But yes. I've got I've got a bit of a random one here and I wanted to ask oh. you this because I don't have – well, because I know you want the song question, so I'll give that to you at the end. <laughs> I know you've already listened to the other ones and you wanted that one. I will give that to I you, I promise. I but I, I want I want you to know. I want you to know. I want to know when was the last time that you felt really proud of yourself? I don't think any like big event where I've gone, I'm so proud of myself for doing this, you know? Like nothing where it's been like I've done something, you know, extraordinary. Extraordinary. <laughs> Extraordinary. <laughs> um, you know, but I think that I think that recently in my job I, you know and and I think a lot of people relate to this is sometimes when you're working in a job you don't know whether you're doing a good job or not. You know, you don't know whether you're keeping your manager happy or you know you're doing enough for the team, right? And yeah. I think that I've been really proud of myself in this new job is that, and this is, you know, full credit to my manager too, is that he will go out of his way to let you know, like, that you've done something well. And he'll, and he'll in the same token, like, if you haven't done something well, but I think that sometimes, you know, in employment, you'll have bosses that will only pick out the negatives and won't actually tell you when you're doing something well. And I think that, I don't know, it just makes me proud of myself that I'm you know, I'm doing something well in terms of in terms of my employment. So in terms of my career. Yeah, that's so good. 
I love that. Yeah. And that's so true. You need feedback. So if you don't get yeah. it, seek it because bloody hell, I'm lucky I'm in a job where you like constantly get feedback because I have to talk to 30 kids a day, but <laughs> you, <get laughs> you can't help it. They give you feedback whether you bloody want it or not. <laughs> you get it. Regardless. Uh, regardless. No, that's good. It's, I think people will be able to it is. It can be brutal. All right. I've got the question for you. <laughs> You're feeling question. crap. It was yesterday. We weren't feeling today? good. We weren't feeling good. I tell you what. What's your song that gets you up and about? I tell you what. I think. I think yesterday. I don't think there was a song. No, honestly, I know oh, that's probably. <laughs> I was. I and I'll tell you this. I tried. I tried. I drove to get pizza, and I tried to put this playlist on. And I turned it off because oh, I just no. started pulling my eyes out. So, but I'll, I've got two songs that more or less not when I'm feeling sad make me feel good. But if I'm feeling average and these come on, say you're like at an event or something and these come on and the, like this will no doubt make you feel good and want to have a boogie. All right. So the first one is super cliche, but it's September by Earth, Wind and Fire. Yes. Love it. It's a good one. Absolutely classic. Absolute classy. And the second one, which wouldn't be as well-known, but it's a really good house tune, which is a good sing-along. Put this on at a uh, at a wedding we went to recently and everyone was sing-along. Hell yeah. Um, it's called Tell Me Something Good by Ewan McIver. Okay. All right. Great tune. Great tune. I'm going to have to um, – I said this to you, actually, but when you told me about your playlist, I'm going to have to create a good How's Your Head playlist of everyone's pump-up songs. You got it. And I'll share it with, with the listeners, and we can uh, we can just keep adding to it. And we just, just put it on and repeat. Just put it on repeat, absolutely. On repeat. Oh, well, thank <laughs> you so much for answering my call, first of all. You sometimes no kind of hard to get on to. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What did you say? I said sometimes you're hard to get on to. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I am, but I was waiting. You were waiting, waiting for my call. Like I was waiting for an interview. Oh, it's pretty scary, isn't it? Get the jitters. Well, I hope you're feeling feeling all right. And thank you. I'm feeling all right. Thanks so much. Love ya. Love you. Hey team, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It would be a huge help for me and the health classes you missed if you could like, follow or subscribe wherever you are listening. And if you want to stay up to date with me, make sure you come and follow me on the health classes you missed on Instagram or THCYM underscore podcast on TikTok. Thanks guys. See you later.